Good afternoon, Lafayette. It's Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL at your 5 o'clock news cruise. Brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. Check out everything that they've got online at servicegm.com. You won't be disappointed. I need to be honest with y'all. I, uh, I, I spent the last two hours trying to figure out what the hell we were going to talk about today. Uh, there's a lot going on, but at the same time, it's all stuff that we've covered. There's not really a whole lot new in really much of anything that you haven't gotten, at least in terms of the national stuff. You haven't really gotten, there's nothing much that I could give you that you haven't gotten from Bongino or Hannity or anybody like that. Uh, so I, I was kind of struggling a little bit, not, not going to lie, gonna, was struggling a little bit. Um, I, I endeavor, this is a little bit of, I guess, inside baseball for how I prep the show and everything. I, I endeavor to look for stories that you aren't getting somewhere else or perspectives on stories that you've gotten somewhere else, but from perspectives that haven't been looked into yet. And there's just not a lot of that to go around right now. There's a lot that's pretty straightforward right now. And I don't need to rehash for you the stuff that's been talked about for the last five hours on our national shows. I don't need to rehash the state stuff that would have been, uh, that, that would have been shared with you on Moon's show. So, I mean, you've got from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., everything as far as the big stories really gets covered. So I'm I'm constantly looking for new ways to look at different stories. It's, it's part of the thing here where it's a local news talk show, but I want to make sure that you're getting, even if it's national news, a local perspective or at the very least a different perspective. But everything right now, we're in an election year. Everything's pretty straightforward right now. We have poll numbers. We have campaign ads. We've got campaign rhetoric. We've got drama here. We've got drama there. It's all there. Like It's all out there for you to see. So I want to go to something I didn't get a chance to talk about yesterday. Yesterday morning, uh, the news website Punchbowl, they had a little bit, uh, they, they had a bit about the House leadership retreat in Miami led by House Speaker Mike Johnson from Louisiana. Let me, let me step back actually a bit to uh, October. So October we have the drama in the house. Kevin McCarthy gets ousted. There's chaos in the house. And there's weeks where we're trying to find a new house speaker. During that time, I had heard from folks in Washington, D.C. that Mike Johnson was considering throwing his hat in to become speaker. The one thing in his way was Steve Scalise. Not that he bore any grudge against Steve Scalise, but Steve Scalise as somebody who was high up in leadership, he was the next guy in line in leadership, and the fact that he's from Louisiana, they're part of the same Louisiana delegation, 
Mike Johnson wasn't going to announce a bid against Steve Scalise. In fact, he was working behind the scenes to help Steve Scalise. That ultimately fell through, and I've, I've explained to you guys why Steve Scalise fell through, and it, it goes back to the Republican Study Committee and how Steve Scalise was put in there by moderate House leadership, kind of forced in there, and it kind of became a tool for the establishment rather than a place where the conservatives go. That's what ultimately led to the House Freedom Caucus getting launched is the fact that Scalise kind of dragged down the Republican Study Committee. Nothing against Scalise. He was just working with the uh, House leadership, the more establishment type guys, and not with the conservatives necessarily at that time. That's all the past stuff that led to Steve Scalise not getting uh, House Speaker. So then there was another attempt, and that failed. And then finally, Mike Johnson said, the time is now. He threw his hat in the ring. Mike Johnson benefited by being a conservative with a solid voting record. So he's able to attract the House Freedom Caucus types, the really conservative guys. But he wasn't in the House Freedom Caucus. So the moderates are like, well, he's not one of those crazies because they, the, the Republican moderates uh, – are mad, still mad at the House Freedom Caucus because a lot of the chaos in the House right now stems from the fact that they have a very thin majority thanks to the departure, uh, the, the kicking out and eventual departure of Kevin McCarthy and all the other stuff that's gone on. They blame the House Freedom Caucus for that. So Mike Johnson was a good kind of fit for everybody. I've had Mike Johnson on this show. Speaker Johnson has been on here a couple times. I've talked with people in Washington, D.C. who work for him. I've talked with people in Washington, D.C. who have worked with him. I've talked with folks who know him. And nobody is surprised that he was able to win the speakership, and nobody is surprised that he is staying as conservative as he is, despite the fact that he's in leadership, which typically makes you establishment and more moderate. Some people are wavering on their belief that he's moderate because of continuing resolutions, things like that. Things that are largely out of his control because you have to remember he's got a very slim majority and a House caucus that is fraying in five directions. He's trying to get done what he can. I've I've been a defender of Mike Johnson because I know he's in an impossible situation. But I've, I've found myself getting a little frustrated with Johnson lately. And it's not because I think that he's uh, wavering at all. It's not that I think that, that he's doing a bad job. I, so I bring up the Punchbowl newsletter talking about the, the House speakership or the, the House leadership conference. I want to read uh, this section about Johnson's leadership uh, from that Punchbowl newsletter. This is from the Punchbowl newsletter writers, their morning newsletter writers. On several occasions during the retreat, lawmakers told Johnson that they're hoping he becomes a more vocal leader. Johnson's style is hard to pin down. He's not very eager to take the specific positions and push the conference to follow him. For example, after the Senate passed a $95 billion foreign aid funding bill, 
Johnson said it wasn't a priority for him given the looming government funding deadlines. At the leadership retreat, Representative Bob Good, a Republican of Virginia, the chair of the House Freedom Caucus, said Johnson should be more of a leader and not a neutral referee. Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, wonder, uh, Republican of Missouri, wondered aloud why Johnson was spending so much time at the retreat talking about Ukraine aid when there's a government shutdown just days away. This gets back to an adage we hear a lot about the House Republican Conference. Despite how often people pine for member-driven leadership, Republicans truly want to be led. Then they can complain about what direction they're being led in. The thing that Bob Good said is where I, I, I take a little bit of issue. I think he's a little off the mark there, but not too far off the mark. I think Bob Good is correct in that Johnson needs to be more of a leader. But Representative Bob Good is wrong in describing Johnson as a neutral referee. I think that's off the mark, and here's why. If you've followed Mike Johnson's career and you've followed the way that he has behaved in government, you know that he's a very he's a deeper thinker. And whether you agree with him or not, and I know that there are some of my progressive friends who are listening, and you don't agree with him at all, but I'm glad that you're listening. Thank you for being part of the audience. If whether or not you agree or disagree with Mike Johnson, he's very deliberative in how he bring how he addresses, how he approaches policies. He tries to make the most informed decision before charging ahead. He's very convicted. He, he, he's very convicted in his uh, he's got a lot of convictions in his beliefs. But it takes him a while sometimes to figure out the position he needs to go. He is conservative. He lets those those conservative ideologies guide him. But sometimes on more complex issues, he does sit and try to figure it out. He's constantly, if you believe the media, on the verge of being ousted himself, just like Kevin McCarthy. He was elected on the verge of multiple crises, government funding to foreign conflicts and everything in between. He's combating a desperate and aggressive Democratic Party caught in a potentially catastrophic election year. So they're not willing to come to the table on much anyway. But at the end of the day, the one thing that Mike Johnson, I think, really needs to do is be more vocal. And I'll explain why after this break. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey and Lafayette. More on what I think Mike Johnson needs to be doing as speaker now, plus your calls, your comments on the app. Shout out to Scott, who's already sent in his message. whole lot of you, Scott. We'll be back on the Joe Cunningham Show in just a moment right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet just around the corner, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. 
Check them out online at surfacegm.com. The reason you do that is you can see all of the inventory. They've got new inventory coming in pretty much daily. You can check out all of that inventory, be it new or used cars, that are right there on the lot. You can see it online first. Start scouting around, get an idea of what you want, and then go visit the lot, 1212 Ambassador in Lafayette. Now, you may not be, in the, you may not be hunting for a car, which is fine, because that's not all they do at service. Body work, uh, they have a, a service department, body shop, collision center, uh, fine line custom auto, the wash, really any of your automotive needs you can get taken care of right there at service. They are here to help you. They've been serving your family for the last 50 years. They want to serve you as well. Check them out. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet here in Lafayette, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey, in Lafayette or servicegm.com. I, so I, I guess I'm going to spend more of the show because we're about to have to take this next break. Uh, on Mike Johnson, I, I, I think it requires kind of a deeper dive because the house is really in disarray right now. Got a comment up from, uh, from Rob on the app just a little while ago. What he needs to do, what Mike Johnson needs to do, is find a way to take the power of the purse back from the executive office and start prosecuting Biden for all the pet projects that he's doing between giving funds to foreign aid without congressional approval and the student loan handout. Mike needs to be fighting back against a corrupt president. Rob, I don't disagree with you. But the issue is, where's he going to get the support for that? His house is fractured. You've got moderate Republicans who are still arguing that the impeachment uh, uh, inquiry against Biden is unnecessary right now. You don't have a unified Republican Party and you barely have the majority there. You don't have a majority in the Senate. You can't pass any laws to take back the power of the purse right now, which is why this is a, a larger problem for the Republican Party as a whole. But what can Mike Johnson do? That's what I want to talk about when we come back here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. And you can also send a message through the KPL app chat or reach out on Twitter. I had somebody just reach out on Twitter to give their comments. But before we get there, I do want to let you know, so... I don't know if you saw it, but the other day I wrote a story for uh, KPL965.com. AccuWeather, the, the, the uh, website, weather service, everything like that, AccuWeather, one of their meteorologists is predicting a supercharged hurricane season. El Nino's going away. La Nina's going to be coming back. And we could see a more active hurricane season, especially in the Gulf, especially in the western Gulf, Texas and Louisiana. And I say all of that to say, if you are looking for a way to make sure that your house is going to have the best possible chance to stand up to a storm, reach out to Ron at RLB Construction. RLB Construction is here to alleviate your stress and make your new roof installation or replacement a seamless experience. If it's been a while, if it's been several years since you've even had your roof looked at, Now's the time. Give them a call. Have them come out and look and offer their recommendation. Trust me, you don't want to go in to a hurricane season with your roof not being up to snuff and roof 
construction is one of the things that RLB construction does best. You're not going to be disappointed. Give them a call. Veteran owned and operated. They've been in service in the area for 25 years. Ron is a certified Owens Corning and certified, uh, uh, certified and specializes in residential roofing. Give RLB Construction a call. Get that roof checked out. 337-516-1800 and take the first step toward exceptional quality and service. RLB Construction. Give them a shot. All right. So had a text come in a little while ago. You're really going to spend the whole hour talking about Mike Johnson, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Because there's, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but there is so much more that needs to be said. So I, I mentioned the comment from Ron before the break. If you're just joining us, Ron commented what Mike Johnson needs to do is find a way to take the power of the purse back from the executive office and start prosecuting Biden for all the pet projects that he's been doing, giving funds and foreign, uh, foreign aid without congressional approval, student loan handout. Mike Johnson needs to be fighting back against a corrupt president. We've got one of my followers, PPC, who's listening the speaker needs to use his leverage like a Democrat. You want funding for Ukraine, then do A, B, and C. He also needs to call for legal challenges to unlawful executive orders. That's all true, but it's going to be a numbers game. What Mike Johnson needs to do is first establish himself as a leader, which he has the leadership role. Obviously, his colleagues in the House felt comfortable voting for him, but there's more. He needs to be a bit more vocal. He needs to be a bit more forceful. He's come out with statements. He's given speeches. He's done media hits and everything like that. But he's never thrown the force of his office behind his voice, if that makes sense. He talks a lot like a congressman who has the title of speaker. And he needs to speak and act like somebody who is the speaker. And that involves, you know, not being so deliberative. You're going to have to make some rash actions. You're going to have to make some bold, big, immediate moves as the speaker. You're going to need to pick some battles that may not be uh, the smartest ones to fight, but you need some good ideological battles. It's my opinion that two of the best congressmen that we have in the House of Representatives right now are Mike Johnson and Chip Roy. And if you could take some of the fire of Chip Roy and put it into Mike Johnson, you would have a force to be reckoned with. Unfortunately, Johnson's not there yet. I think he can be. I think he can move in that direction. And I know that his office has seen the column I wrote on this subject. I know they've seen it. And I've known, I know they've read it. I don't know if he's read it, but I know they've seen it. And I'm telling you, all it takes is that forceful first step. But what about what Rob said on the app? What about what PPC said on Twitter about Johnson moving forward? And, and, and in particular, that tweet. Again, Speaker needs to use his leverage like a Democrat. You want funding for Ukraine, then do A, B, and C. He also needs to call for legal challenges to unlawful executive orders. Uh, Rob on the app mentioned the unlawful executive actions as well. He does need to do something about it, but he needs to not fall into a certain trap. When John Boehner was speaker, John Boehner loved the idea 
of the House using the courts to try to fight their political battles because they couldn't pass anything in the House. He wanted to use the courts to stand up to the Obama administration. But John Boehner also knew that the courts were going to be split, if not side with Obama, on some of those biggest ones. But in lieu of legislation, they went to the courts all the time. The uh, Congress went to the courts all the time. Republicans went to the courts all the time. And they lost as many battles as they won. Barack Obama had a terrible record in front of the Supreme Court, but the ones that mattered, he won. The ones that mattered for the Obama uh, administration goals and, and plans, they won. The Affordable Care Act being the biggest. You've got a more favorable Supreme Court now, but you still have you still have some questions. John Roberts is the biggest question. He is an, he is a pro-life conservative, but at the same time, Johnson is more concerned about the legacy of the court and the institution of the Supreme Court rather than rather than the jurisprudence. He's more concerned with the politics of it than the jurisprudence, oftentimes twisting uh, jurisprudence one way in one decision and completely opposite, arguing almost against himself in other decisions. If the House were to take to court or allies of the House were to take to court the student loan stuff, if they were to take to the court the funding stuff, and they argue Article 1, Section 9, Clause 7, they might have a shot if they get up to the Supreme Court. But if it were the House taking up those actions, you need a vote of the House to do it. And Johnson's not guaranteed to do it. That's why the Republicans have, have relied on these outside groups to do a lot of this fighting in recent years. They can't do it themselves. They don't have the numbers to do it themselves. I think you're right. I think that, that Joe Biden really needs to lose these battles in court. But even then, I mean, just look at what he said the other day. I think it was yesterday. He said the Supreme Court told me no and I did it anyway regarding the student loan stuff. He is, he is constantly, his administration constantly working to find loopholes on this stuff so that he can buy votes. And that's what he's doing with the student loan thing. But keep in mind that these legal battles are expensive, complex, and they take a while, and you need immediate solutions. So even if he were to fight these things in court, or even if he were to try to... The, the, the court would take as long as it would take for the Republicans to win enough numbers in the House to pass policy. So even if the Republicans were all united in the House and they passed a law that would restrict the Biden administration from doing this... The Senate wouldn't even bring it to the floor, and the Biden administration would veto it, and you don't have two-thirds of of the House and the Senate to overturn that veto. If you take it through the court system, you're looking at months and months and months. If you try to overturn uh, Joe Biden on the student loan repayment stuff, it's going to be in court until after the election. A lot of folks want an immediate solution. They, they want, and we, we live in this digital age, all this information at our fingertips, so much stuff can be done almost immediately. We want immediate solutions to everything. We can't get that. But there's groundwork to be laid. There are, thing, there, there's, there's, there are things that can be done between now and 2024. I think at this point in time, 
barring any major turn of events, the Republicans take the Senate. The map is extremely favorable for Republicans right now, especially with polling, given what, given what it is right now. Now, again, it is the second month of the year, and we will not be voting until the 11th month of the year. Almost the third month. We still got eight months until we vote. That's a long time. Things can definitely change. Based on the trajectory of things, I think as of right now, Republicans can take the Senate. I think as of right now, Republicans can keep control of the House. And as of right now, they can win the White House. But it's going to be a very tough fight. It's going to be a very tough fight. And I think at the end of the day, the toughest part of the fight is going to come down to the House seats. Mike Johnson has to figure out a way to be a vocal and powerful and influential speaker. But maintain a House majority. And stop the few things that he can stop from the Biden administration. Ultimately, it's kind of a no-win situation for Mike Johnson. But if he can start being more vocal, start being more of a firebrand, start being more of that guy who is who he is he is going in and he is being loud and proud and noisy about his conservatism, and he can start uniting Republicans by being a firebrand, but not being super extreme, but just being a devout solid conservative and pushing Republican platforms, I think he's got a shot. Right now, the strategy for Republicans has to be to maintain what you've got and extend it. Maintain and extend. Maintain and extend. That has to be the Republican strategy. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. Ran a little bit long there, so not much time left. You can send a message through the KPL app chat as well. Want to let you know if you're looking for a dentist, if it's been a while since you've been to one, I'm going to recommend Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates, thelafayettedentist.com. Check them out. You can see everything that they provide right there at Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates' office. Uh, when I first moved down here, it had been a while since I had gone to a dentist. And after several years of being down here and not having a local dentist, finally picked them. I heard about them here on KPL. So went over there. Uh, I'd been having some, some tooth pains. And they talked to me a bit, took some x-rays, saw everything they could see. There was nothing super obvious with my teeth at the time. As far as uh, as far as anything new, but they did ask if I was grinding my teeth at night. I said, "Yeah, I'd, I'd probably. I'm a sleep apnea. I don't sleep very well." Uh, so they gave me a, a mouth guard to use, and that took away that problem. But they also noticed in the X-rays and in the examinations that I had these old uh, fillings. I mean, these fillings were done decades ago, and uh, they had started to leak. Apparently, old fillings do that. So they're like, "Well, we can." take care of this in a couple of appointments. So that's what they did. I, I recommend Dr. Daniel Dacon Associates. They can identify and fix your problems with ease. 
Check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. See all the services they provide. All right. Uh, stick around. We've got Mark Levin next, but coming up uh, in a little while, you've got men's basketball action. They're in Monroe. They're taking on ULM, and that should be a good one. Support our Cajuns. Go Cajuns! We've got a lot of Cajun sports coming up. We've got uh, more basketball tomorrow. I'll have a partial show with you guys tomorrow. Uh, this weekend, we've got softball. We've got baseball and basketball. Actually, baseball and basketball will both be on KPL. On Saturday, so a lot of Cajuns action. Softball over on 103.3 The Goat, our sister station. Uh, softball and women's basketball can be heard over there. Men's basketball, baseball heard here. Got a lot coming up. You guys have a great weekend. Follow me on. T- I'm sorry. Have a great evening. I'll talk to you tomorrow for a little bit. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P Cunningham, Facebook.com/slash Joe Cunningham Show, and email Joe at RedState.com. The podcast is going online shortly, so you can check that out at substack.com. Look for The Joe Cunningham Show. If you get podcasts via Apple or Spotify, leave a rating and a review to help the algorithm out and let people find the show and help the show grow. Have a great one. See you again tomorrow here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.